Welcome all you Plus 2 Comedy Modifiers to another episode of the Plus 2 Comedy Podcast. I'm your host as always, TV's Noah Houlihan. Thank you so much for joining us. And before we get to our fantastic episode with H.D. Gordon, I gotta tell you about our sponsor, Audible sponsors this podcast. So please click the banner below and get your free audiobook. Do it. Do it now. Also, quick programming note in case you're planning on making the drive down to Jester's Playhouse, that's 545 Tilton Road, Northfield, New Jersey, we will not be doing a show on Christmas Day or New Year's Day. But we're there every Thursday, so feel free to come down, bring your prize, and be part of our crowd. And now, without any further ado, take it away! Kirby Crack. We're on the road. ready for a podcast there we go who's here to do other things and is currently being annoyed by a podcast oh that was way too loud that was way too loud i've missed you guys yeah welcome back gang this is the plus two comedy podcast i'm your host as always tv's noah houlihan we're here live at jester's playhouse that's 545 tilton road in northfield new jersey i am joined as always by the chance time to my mario party mr will liam how you doing will i'm the inevitable end you're the miserable ending yes (laughs) to to mario party Hmm. well now i'm sad all right good good i succeeded (laughs) our guest this week since it is november and we're still doing our author month she is the author of the Joe series, as well as her new book, uh, Santa's Little Helper. Give it up for H.D. Gordon. Hi. <laughs> How's it going, H.D.? It's going good. I'm going to call you Heather. All right, that's that sounds better. All right, cool. <laughs> I'm glad we're in agreement about that. So you've written nine books? I have. That is insane, because uh, it's the hardest thing in the world. How long did that take you? <laughs> Uh, I started seriously writing at the very end of 2011, so in the past... But it's only 2014. (laughs) What are you doing? Just writing books, yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm doing. That is incredible. Thank you. So what is your writing style, if you want to put yourself in a box? My method? Is that what you mean? No, I mean your style. (laughs) 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 All right. Um, You know, t-shirt, jeans. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see that. That's what <laughs> she threw it right back in my face. <laughs> uh, I write um, a lot, like really intensely for a month or two, and then I don't write at all for like four weeks. And uh, as far as genre goes, I write in every genre I can find. So that's what you meant. Yeah, I meant more of genre, yes. Genre. All right. So, so I wrote. So you got a little bit of everything? Yeah, I've got um, adult horror, new adult fantasy. Uh, young adult paranormal, uh, supernatural thrillers, a book of poetry that has sold five copies. Ooh. Yes, thank you. Five copies for poetry? <laughs> five whole copies at 99 cents a pop. Nice. Thank you, yes. So I am almost impressed. $5. Almost. almost. So close. 70% royalty. Actually, 30% royalty, but yes. <laughs> Wait, you only see 30% of that 99 cents? Yes, anything under... 
two ninety nine is thirty percent on Amazon. Uh, over two ni- two ninety nine and above is seventy percent. So. Yes, and believe it or not, those five copies put it on a bestsellers list because that's how popular po- poetry is. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yes. I'm going to start writing poetry. You should. And then just buy six copies. And be a bestseller. And then look down upon you. <laughs> yes, I look down. That's what I do. <laughs> I will down. spend six bucks on myself to, to make be myself a best-selling feel good. poet. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> Wow! And then put it on your like your resume. Yeah, best oh, yeah. selling. You should poet. see my resume. It's, it's dope. <laughs> I've never heard someone describe a resume that way. It's like I've looked over your resume. I see that it's dope. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> a normal response. Work yes. right here. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. I'm glad you've noticed. So, so yeah. tell us about the new book. Tell us about uh, Santa's Little Helper, which I'm sure is just a lovely Christmas tale. It is a lovely Christmas tale. I um I have two daughters. And I remember when the idea came to me, I received a box and I open it up and inside is this elf and this doll. And as I'm looking at this thing, I get a phone call and I answer it and it's my friend and she goes, did you get it? And I'm like, yeah, I got it. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what is this? So it's the elf on the shelf. It's a popular thing. And what you do is you read the book, and it basically tells the children you have to be good because this elf is watching you. And as a parent, you go into the room and you move the elf to a different spot so that the kid <laughs> thinks that the elf flew back to the North Pole. Now, I'm sitting here thinking I would have buried this thing in the backyard, yeah. place mm-hmm. stones on top of its grave so it would not crawl out None of that and do works, what it's though. planning to do. Oh, I know, right but I'm also inside. afraid it's of burning be right it on because the... yeah. as far as the lore goes, that could only anger the demonic spirit. Yes, Can I, I know. tell you? All of this going through my head. I, I, as a young child, accidentally watched Child's Play. Oh, the... accidentally? Chucky was my word. Oh, my. I always thought I heard his pitter-pattering yeah, across the board. I'm thinking this... this I, as like a twelve-year-old, had stuffed animals I was scared of. I, I as a twenty-eight-year-old man, like have stuffed 14, animals I'm scared of. Okay, and I was, and I also insisted that my mom or my sister sleep on the outside. So, should the monsters come, you will get eaten first, giving me a chance to escape. So yeah, this maybe, is where, maybe the monster will be full. Maybe it will be full, or while it's eating, I can escape through the door that probably slammed like, shut on its own. I so, have yeah. like a stuffed animal that I'd have like stuffed in a box in a closet, oh, yeah. and then my mom would be like, "Why are you doing that?" I was like, "Cause it's out to get me." Have clearly, you seen that exactly. Obviously, and she's like, "Well, why don't we throw it out?" I was like, "That's just gonna make it mad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't throw it out or burn it. Exactly. It just makes it more powerful." Then when it shows back up, you're kind of pooping your pants. So mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, that happened, and. Santa's Little Helper was born, so it's uh, it's really just a tale about five children. They're the protagonists. They receive this doll that shows up on their doorsteps in an unmarked white box, and this little elf is just. And then you it kind of seems like you were mad at your kids. Well, one the night, funny thing is, and you're like, I wish this elf could murder. <laughs> if only I'm going to write a story. <laughs> no. no, that's that. They scared me. I was taking in a lot of horror. When I was writing it, because I thought right. I'm gonna, and I'm scared of everything all the time. I'm scared of the dark. I still sleep with the light on, because why wouldn't I? And because <laughs> it lets you see. My daughter wakes up one <laughs> night in the middle of the night. I'm in the throes of this book. I mean, it's all I'm writing. It's all I'm taking in. And she goes, "I'm like, what's going on?" She's like, um, "He he followed me." And I'm like, "Who?" Oh. And he's like, "The one that travels. He comes to all my dreams." And then she falls back. And I thought to myself, like, "Well, great, because now we're both scared. Just go back to bed." Like, <laughs> You're you know, going I'm like, up all right, for honey, go to bed. Tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, because uh, 
go Thanks back for to dragging me into this here. thing that you've got going on. But I was always the kid who, like, I mean, I would dash on the bed and leap on so that the monsters underneath wouldn't grab my ankle. And I was in the middle. And again, I made people sleep on the outside because I was not going to get eaten. Yeah. And um, First. so a book was born of that, of me being a huge scaredy cat. That's, that's what I am. Plus, right, that is just right creepy. what you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. The truth. I definitely spent plenty of nights uh, thinking that there were ghosts all around me, just waiting to do uh, whatever they did. I, I want to tell a quick Chucky story because uh, when I was in college, mm. I found a Chucky doll in a dumpster. Mm-hmm. I had trash picked it, and Why uh, would you I a, <laughs> yeah, somebody was clearly getting rid of it because <laughs> it was murderful. Exactly. I wish I wish I had murderful. known who was throwing it away so I could have snuck it back into their <laughs> <dorm>. that. Was- <laughs> That would have been beautiful. But I had a friend from high school who was terrified of Chucky. So I decided, since he was nice enough to invite me over for a party, that I was going to put it in his bed. (laughs) And he caught me doing it. And he was like, Noah, get that out of my house. And I was like, ah, I was going to put it under your covers. This way, when you got into bed, it would just be there. And he was like, you would have ruined my life. <laughs> I can just imagine you being like, and then he opens the door and you're like, you know, you've got oh, the covers. Oh, <laughs> oh, what's this thing doing I here? Actually, like, I panicked and threw it at him. <laughs> and he was like, no. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, so that, that's yeah, my I, hate I thought you were changing... Because that's the same Chucky doll I later destroyed. Yes, I. I ah, have, see, I thought well, you like I had a friend from man, high school. I'm like, thank you for you not ratting me out. We, 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 I later had it with Will, and I believe the discussion was: this is how dolls kill you in movies. This isn't a movie. Prove it. And then I couldn't prove that our lives yeah. were not a movie. That's what so they say in movies. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like eviscerated that. the doll, and then nice. it started talking, and I was like, I knew it. Oh my god. <laughs> No. It happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now that we're done with our doll stories, this has been <laughs> Doll Chat on the Plus Two Comedy mm-hmm. Podcast. It's our new segment. Yeah, Tell us about Joe, because I found this very interesting. Uh, Joe's an adult novel. It's a supernatural thriller. It's really steeped in reality. It's told from eight different perspectives. The psychopath, uh, Joe, who's the hero. And six ordinary people who are and all going to be... Joe is a, is a girl. Joe is right. a girl, so heroine... Um, <laughs> Don't I spell that, that one wrong. Cool. That was a typo of mine. Heroin when my readers was like, huh, you realize that's the drug? And I'm like, sweet. Um, <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> I'm you a devious. <laughs> but, uh, so it's told from eight different perspectives. This girl, Joe, she has premonitions of the future. She sees that a psychopath will come to her college and is going to shoot it up. So you get Joe, you get the psychopath, the six other people who will all be in the line of fire come the day of the shooting. And as soon as you jump in... Uh, you're riding to the school in the car with the psychopath, and you know what he's going to do. And then we jump back four days when Joe has a premonition, and it's just a countdown. And all these people are rapidly heading toward this event, and they don't know. So the end, when you get to the end, the climax is what I call running scenes, where it's a single thought that goes from character to character to character. So you're standing in the quad of this college campus, and you're walking in as the psychopath. And then you're walking over here from the single mother trying to get her disease and get her degree. And then you're <laughs> from the... <laughs> got to pick up that polio. Ah, just a second. The heroine. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, great with words, this one. Um, and so it's, yeah, that's what Joe is. <laughs> that ended abruptly. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> As do some of my novels. And it, and it is a series, correct? 
It w- this is a standalone, so you can read it, and there's no cliffhanger. It's not, but I did write a second one where I went into um, again multiple characters. I think from 14 different perspectives, where I take her into a cult, which I did extensive studies on Jim Jones and all cult readers, of course, to be able to do this, where you get the cult leader's perspective and what it's like to be slowly drafted into this, and and the cult, you know the. Um, the mindset that goes with these people who um, are obviously geniuses who get talked into following this guy. So it's, um, I like to talk, tackle real life things and the only bit of supernatural is Joe's ability, but it's, she barely gets enough details to really be able to stop whatever the disaster is. So it's a definite struggle for her. That's cool. Thanks. It's good that she's a person with drugs. If I had like premonitions of like murder, I'd be like, well, that's, going to be awful for those six people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh, <laughs> but I feel like if I try it. to stop it, it's going to be a hassle. Oh, yeah, me. I'll just make this work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Worst, I'm not going to be. Yeah, no, that's I'm going to look crazy. She's what yeah. I'd like to be. Um, <laughs> definitely not me. I would be leaving. Yeah, I could definitely see Will being the person that, like, when it goes down, goes, huh, I dreamed this. <laughs> what <laughs> <a coincidence>. <laughs> <laughs> Was that today? <laughs> Who could have seen this coming, Why right? Why would I yeah. come to school today? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Seems like a good day to be sick. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and you also have uh, another saga. I'm sorry, I'm blanking on the top. It's all right. Uh, it's the Alexa Montgomery saga. That one is um, uh, new adult paranormal. So it's uh, the vampire and werewolf story. It probably wouldn't appeal to this crowd too much, but that's the one that sold them. You, you'll dig it. Check it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the one that's ironically sold the most. So. I don't know if that's ironic. Nah, it seems I, yeah, I mean, you're right. It's a with, really niche audience. I would go predictable. Predictable. All right. <laughs> okay. Is, yeah. 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 More. Not that the story is predictable. It's it's not. It's just <laughs> that's what's popular right now. It is. It's always popular. How shiny are your vampires? Uh, not at all. Excellent. That is the correct answer. Yes. That is the correct amount. They're of slimy, shiny. not shiny. Ooh. Ooh. No, they're not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I liked the way it sounded, so I just said it. <laughs> That's how I live my life. <laughs> that's how I You're live very my creative. Life. You should be a writer. Oh, wow. That's what they tell me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, tell us about the poetry. Your, your, your top-selling poetry book. <laughs> my best-selling book. I, poetry is my first love. I happen to believe it's what I'm best at, except for like the people who get to say what poetry is good and not. They don't agree with me for some reason. So none of my poems have ever been accepted in any of the contests. I'm always rejected. But they all rhyme, okay? Because that's why wouldn't they? One. Yeah, that's step one. Step one poetry rhyme. <laughs> and <laughs> and they all read well aloud. So I like and they're also real ish like real people stuff. I'm not talking about birds and umbers and embers of the it's understandable words that I hope would ring true with people, so that's my poetry. That sounded like a word slam. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, that's a compliment. That sounded like a spoken <laughs> word poem just then. Oh, okay. Oh, poetry slam, word slam. Oh, was there some pantameters and stuff like that? <laughs> <laughs> I am an educated writer. You know, being a best-selling poet has made you really snooty. I'm so... <laughs> It's hard being this articulate, I gotta tell you. <laughs> that was tough because I didn't know if she was screwing with me because there was an air of, yeah, I know what I did in that. <laughs> I don't know what to say now. <laughs> well, what's the poetry book called? 
Uh, when the trees lose their leaves, and my sister just made that up, and I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. I was going to call it words for ordinary people, and she's like, that's terrible. So I was like, oh, all right. So then I was, when the trees lose their leaves. I feel like you don't agree with that decision. You know, it's funny because I look at it now and I go back and I look at the title and I'm like, I don't know if this fits. But then I'm like, eh, you know, five people have bought it. So that, that Everybody means Everybody else something. was like, this doesn't seem like it's for an ordinary person. No, like exactly. This can't be. <laughs> you should read the description. It's awesome. It's like, these poems rhyme. Read them out loud. Like, it's the best. It's like, people who are ordinary, you'll like this. I'm like, really put thought into that summary. I never learned when the trees lose their leaves, yeah, though. Yeah, it's like fall. Yeah. Mm. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers, exactly. I don't know what's going on in that book, but I like it. So where can people find your books? Uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, Smashwords. Yeah. Do you have a website? I do. hdgordonbooks.com. <clears throat> Plug. <laughs> how do you, how do you type... Yeah. <laughs> 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 the end. Plug. Underscore. How do you spell that? It's like, what? Sorry, somebody asked me that recently. It was like... How to spell underscore? It was like, what's your email address? I'm like, this, this, underscore. How do you spell that? It's like... I don't want to talk to you anymore. You, either way, you uh, should know, you know how to make direct. an underscore or <laughs> spell the word underscore. I've never seen this. Yeah, exactly. It's not that difficult <laughs> of a word. Of yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it's I know. It's a compound word. <laughs> it's a compound <laughs> Two easy words. <laughs> exactly, that's right. Yeah. So, Heather, we like to geek out a bit on this show, and we do it with a segment we like to call What You Watch and What You Read and What You Playing. It's where we talk about what we're watching, what we're reading, and what we're playing. Heather, since you're new to the group, you get to start... What are you watching? Right now, The Walking Dead. I've been watching it from the beginning, so everybody who's hopped on the bandwagon, I'm not you. I've always loved zombies. Okay. Um, it was better in the first two seasons. Got real crappy this season, picked up again. Uh, of course, Game of Thrones. I heard somebody mention that. That's not on currently. but um, it's, uh, it's always on in my house. It's always on. Yeah. The Daenerys scenes, just over and over. Um, <laughs> then I'm reading Needful Things well, by... Oh, whoa, whoa. Back yeah. up. Didn't ask you that yet. All right. We all have to talk about. Oh what yeah. We're okay. Watching. What are you watching? I I really watching. care to hear that. No, <laughs> it wasn't so. mean until you made it that it was just to me. Yeah. Oh, for the, for you're the just beside me. I don't on know. the internet, we got a patronizing pat on no, the. No, I got a patronizing pat, and that's why it's hurtful. <laughs> I'm too far. You're away. too far away. Yeah. That is a physical impossibility. And, and just so you know, you were talking to two people that hopped off. The Walking Dead. Because it was crappy. It picked up better. It got crappy. The first two seasons, though, heart pounding. Yeah, I liked the first two seasons. Yes, I know. It was directed by... um, I miss Shane. Yeah. Yeah, but I I was glad when he died. It was good when I'm usually glad when people die. All the interesting parts Mm -hmm. died with Yeah, yeah. It was crappy. It got better this season, though. Um, I don't... don't What are you guys watching? Because I know I'm watching more. I just can't think of them right now. Well, what do you what are you watching? There, I William? actually caught the first two episodes of Constantine. How was oh. that? I actually it's better than I thought it would be. It's I had a very low bar going into yeah. it. I don't. I love supernatural stuff like Hellboy's all supernatural detective stuff, but it's very steeped in like real like Mike Mignola researches cultural supernatural like culture. He goes to Russia and finds a Russian vampire, and they're different <laughs> for a bunch of reasons. Like so, he, it's like in depth. And then I don't like Supernatural, the show. Oh yeah, no, it's that's just horrible. I don't know. What's and going late, on with that. later Buffy. I don't. I'm not a oh, fan I liked of. early Buffy. Yeah, though. I definitely whoa, carved steaks. Whoa, whoa, everybody, whoa! 
Later, Buffy had the triad, which yes. was great. The three nerds, amazing. Yeah, it was funny, but it was like, boy, I remember when this show was kind of serious and not a joke. Yeah, but then uh, Caleb shows up. And hey, that's not Nathan a fan. Villian. I know. He took Xander's eye. That was awesome. I hated Xander. But Constantine's good. As long as it doesn't become Monster of the Week and it finds like yeah, a plot, yeah. then it'll. And I forgive the. Uh, they're establishing right now. Right. Like, this is what his yeah, job is. You gotta give it a couple episodes. And then, yeah, and then I'm hoping a plot comes along and hooks it. And yeah. So, so far, good. He's an interesting guy. You, you've come a long way since you've watched the pilot of Gotham. Incredible. Are you still watching Gotham? I love Gotham. Gotham's See? my favorite oh. show right now. I'm like, I it's not what I'm going to talk few. about this week, but I, right. it's my favorite show. Did you give up on it? I gave up on it, yeah. yeah. See, I got I like four too. in and I gave I up. I only watched four the pilot and said yeah. I hate it. Yeah, uh, I got it. You know, Jada, I felt like overplayed it. Like, I mean, me, I'm just critiquing everything. I know, but um, that's what I love is she's just like The Penguin's so great. The she's great. Penguin's the Yeah. Penguin's great. Yeah. You didn't see Victor. Victor's ass shows up and it's is it pretty good. It is uh, yeah, I've heard things about it. So that's that's it's your amazing. thing, huh? Well. That, that's not what I was. I'm to interested say this to week. find the first character that's not. Oh, a I'm super watching villain. the Flash. Oh, that would be the Balloon Man. I like you like the Flash. He's so cute. No, no just I'm a regular. Like, right. Just some guy that lives in Gotham who has a job and kids and not some shady <laughs> nightlife where he kills people. Like that's just Phil. Yeah, but what's he gonna be? No, he's Phil. He's just Phil. <laughs> yeah. Sells newspapers. <laughs> Who does that? Yeah. So he's the print man? No! <laughs> Not everyone's a super villain. Uh, what I've been watching, and uh, I, I feel like someone in this room has had to have seen it. Too many cooks? Mm-mm. Nobody? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Okay. Basically, <laughs> Adult Swim decided at 4 o'clock in the morning <laughs> yes. to show something with no advertisement, just randomly. That's how they roll. And it's a show, it was a show called Too Many Cooks, and the theme song never ends. It's just like that bad 80s, like people smiling to the camera and their name shows up for 11 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I laughed for 11 straight minutes. Because, like, at first I, I watched it, I was like, I think I know what the joke's going to be. It's just not going to stop. And then it didn't, so I laughed because I figured it out. And then it just kept going, and it kept being more amazing. Uh, it has a little bit of uh, don't hug me, I'm scared qualities to it. And I hated that, but this I, I love. I don't like, know nice, why. I hated that. I've seen it at least four times. And it just, it's, I wish, I kind of wish it didn't get popular because it got very popular because of this, but I would have liked it more if I was one of the few people that saw it at 4 a.m. and then ran around going, did anyone see this? Was this real? It never airs again. And then just no one ever spoke of it again. And I had to, I was just that crazy person that was like, and then it went on some more and there were more characters. Uh, so check that out. It's all on YouTube. It's only well, 11 minutes. It's called Too Many Cooks. I gave away the joke. Still going to be funny. I promise you. And Teen Titans Go. Awesome. Check that out. Yes. The best Teen cartoon, Titans right? It took my took my regular show I, and Adventure Time spot. Uh, I'm in see, love with Robin and Did you watch the original Teen Titans? I didn't, but this new one is hilarious. I, my opinion of it is I like it. It's funny, and I love that they're back. But it's like, did you ever watch Firefly? Mm-mm. 
It's it was it was this show that only got a season and then it got canceled. It was really good and it's very beloved. It's like they brought they're like we're bringing Firefly back, but it's a rom com sitcom as opposed uh, to like a real yeah. drama. Like so I like it, like that's funny, yeah. but it used to be a really good show. I see. Okay, what's yeah. still hilarious? That being said, I love. <laughs> I love. I know it's good. I'm looking for a t-shirt. Right I still now. watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying I won't watch it. Yeah. And and I just love that they parody everybody, dude. Like, it's they just... ruin the Wonder Twins for everyone. They ruin Aquaman <laughs> for everybody. Oh, yeah. They ruin it Speedy. Great. It was great. I love that show. It's the best. Uh, so Heather, uh, what you reading? Uh, Needful Things by Stephen King. I'm a big Stephen King fan. Uh, Needful Things is one of you his. You have to be to get through one of his books because they're heavy. Some of them, some you know, he hits or miss in my opinion, and when he hits, he really does a good job. Um, but it's my favorite's The Shining for sure. Yeah. You read that? Definite mm-hmm. classic. I'm gonna, I'm going to be honest. I've never read a Stephen King. Oh man, you're missing. That that being said, one of my favorite films of all time, The Langoliers. I haven't seen that. Oh, the Langoliers is so good. It's got Palky from Perfect Strangers in it. Time travel boring. See, well, I have this weird relationship with the Langoliers in that it was a two-part miniseries movie, but both parts are like three hours long. So I was up late watching it on sci-fi. And I didn't know there was a second half. So I thought it all just ended with them going, the Langoliers are coming, and then that's it. I, the Langoliers are brown Pac-Men. Are brown Pac-Men that eat space and time. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And I believe they got caught in between time because they flew through a time zone on Daylight Savings Time. That, I'm and, uh, pretty think, sure is I what happened. I think there's an Aurora Borealis. <laughs> yeah. But I, I wanted to read a Stephen King, and I was like, oh, this... This Under the Dome looks interesting. Hukunk. Nope. It's great. Don't have the under the Dome, the show that. is horrible. The book was incredible. The show's bad? <laughs> horrible. I had to stop. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it didn't follow the book. I'm a, okay. I'm a book person. So. Gotcha. Yeah. I, so, so what are you reading currently? Needful Things? Needful Things, yeah. What is that one about? Uh, it's about this shop owner who comes into town, mysterious guy. It's a small town, as it usually is in Maine. And um, he starts selling things to people that they really, really want. And he sells it to them for really cheap, but they make a deal that they don't quite remember until it's time to remember. And it's usually this small prank. And so there's all these small town dynamics. This person okay. hates this person because of this, because of this. So he makes them go and play these small pranks on each other. And it looks like it's this person who hates me had to have done it. And it slowly escalates. So where he's just like playing this town like a chessboard by, make, by giving them, you know, like a baseball card, a Sandy Koufax, like baseball card that the kid really wants. So he goes and he throw rocks, you know, break the window, and it's, so wow. that's what's going on in that book. It's it's a little bit of a labor, but, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a wonderful spider web of plot. It is, it usually is, yeah. That's awesome. Thanks. How long is it? Uh, Stephen King length. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, because Stephen King lost his publisher because the stand was too long. They're like, we're not printing this, this is insane. Yeah, and then he Think became the Stephen tree, King, and they're Steve. like, we'll print anything you give us. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, now it prints money. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, Will, what are you reading? Uh, I actually, did you read Cell? I didn't. Oh, uh, yeah, the, the Cell. I started it and I put it. And I didn't pick it back up. Really? Yeah. This, this is that, the J Lo movie. Yes, um, where the she cell? goes uh, into psycho killer into the mind? guy's matrix mind. Yes. Yeah. 
Not worth it. The novelization no, not worth of the movie. So. <laughs> no, it's a Stephen King book. It's the short. It's really short yeah, for it's him. A little it's like one, a regular yeah. book-sized <laughs> book. <laughs> and people, oh, one day, everyone on a cell phone gets turned into a kind of a zombie, like a mix right. of... They're, uh, they're alive, so they're like 28 Days Later zombies, except at night, they kind of shut down. All right. So it's, sa- it's safe to travel at night unless you, like, poke them real bad. And then, like, they'll wake up if you bother them, but normally they'll sleep. Is that one of those zombies? Yeah, I think you sleep. <laughs> Just don't bother. Double poke you. <laughs> oh, he doesn't like that. <laughs> and then it turns out they've developed a collective psychic hive mind. As they do. As, yeah, as sell they, zombies. Yeah, and it's really cool. And then the end just falls apart. With, Usually, a lot of times, the endings with do. Stephen, with him. Yeah, he's, a lot of the Stephen King stuff I've read. Yeah, he just didn't. He's like, endings. I don't have an exit strategy yeah, for this. It. Because just, if he, if he was the given end. the choice, he would keep writing. That's true. You gotta end it. Uh, <laughs> no, let me try another hundred pages. <laughs> yeah, something's gonna come. Uh, yeah, I actually heard that they were gonna give that to Eli Roth to direct. Mm-hmm. And where's that? I, no one knows. <laughs> <laughs> These two people don't know, These so no people. one knows. <laughs> so, no. uh, what are you reading? What am I reading? I have driven back into oh, good. House of Leaves. Do you know House of Leaves? Uh, it is a book that is, <laughs> it's supposed to make you go crazy while you read the well, book. Well, then I definitely want to read it. Exactly. That was my reaction. <laughs> um, I, I got into this new part. It's like the labyrinth, and it is written as a maze. In that, like, when you're reading, there will be a footnote, and you have to make the choice. Do I continue reading, or do I go read the footnote? I'm going to read the footnote. Ah, it's upside down. I got to turn the book upside down and read this. Well, this doesn't go anywhere. This is a dead end. Let me go back to where I was. What was this about? Oh, he was going to shoot somebody. Right. All right, let's read this. Oh, here's a side plot about a hooker. <laughs> gotta check that I out. I gotta read this side <laughs> plot about a hooker. Oh, this has footnotes. Do I leave? Oh, it was... And like, oh, this is written backwards. Let me get a mirror. This is just a list of things not in the room. That's a literal thing that happened. It's like, this whole thing is just a list of things not in the room. Could have just said, this is an empty room. Nope. Let's look at everything. There's no air conditions in the room. There's no, no air conditions. No air conditions at all. The air is, has no conditions. No conditions. It's unconditioned air. Uh, no heater vents. Uh, no chandeliers. Mm-hmm. I stopped reading at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Put the mirror away. No chandeliers. What kind of room hooker. is that? Yeah. So uh, this chapter is going to take me a month to read. I'll let you know how it goes. And this is the opposite problem I usually have with this book, where I'll read a paragraph and be like, what does this paragraph mean? There must be codes inside of it. And I'll look for codes, and sometimes I find them. Uh, yeah, that's like the, me with cereal boxes. Which is the... <laughs> I don't know. But I've, got, I've gotten to the point with this book where it's just like, I'm interested in the story now. Please stop throwing puzzles at me. I just want to know what happens to the hooker. Yes. So that's what I've been the fundamental reading. question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, long story short, it's working. I'm going crazy. Uh, Heather, what you playing? Uh, Advanced Warfare, all yeah. day. How, how <laughs> yeah. is it? I love it. I think it's awesome. It's are really, there jetpacks? There are jetpacks. 
and uh, exosuits and awesome stuff. And when you stab somebody, you like kick them too, and they fly back or something. It's the best. <laughs> or something. Um, you can become invisible and for like a second, and you get killed by a lot of ten year olds, and then be like, "You suck, you suck." And that's you don't how have to respond to them. No. Oh, I do have to respond. <laughs> Just leave them alone. They did say that you sucked. Yeah, and See, so. I- I'm bad at Call of Duty, so if I play online, somebody's like, you suck. Like, I know. I'm so sorry. I'm on your team. Well, the funny thing is I usually am, like, the lowest one, and then I'm like, no, you suck, and I have, like, nothing to back that up. (laughs) But it's like, who cares? So I'll just keep saying it. Did you play the story at all? Yeah, I played the campaign. It seemed interesting. It was interesting. I'm at some weird, um, it's called Atlas. It's, like, this place that develops weapons and they're like completely separate from the government, but they're like their own. They're like a army of mercenaries. Well, it's the future, gotcha. and they're supposed to be a, a Blackwater. I don't know. They're a mercenary. It. The government doesn't have an army anymore. They oh, is that what's going on? Yeah, it didn't really. The story's kind of I don't know, but uh, I haven't played it. Yeah, just, uh, you just know <laughs> just more about it. Yeah, it can't. Right. NPR talked about. it. I was like, well, this must be important. Well, did Call of Duty do the normal Call of Duty thing where there's like a level where you shoot pedestrians at an airport? Yeah, do they make something horrible happen? Usually they've been doing like a a horrible part to the game. You don't. Which Call of Duty was that? Modern. Modern Warfare 2. This is why I love doing. Okay, I've played uh, MW3, Ghosts, Black Uh, Ops 2. You're in an airport and you murder everyone. Yeah, because you're you're undercover with the In 3, you get introduced to a character. You're like, this is my boy. And then he (laughs) he gets nuked. Yeah. I like 3 was my favorite. It was the way I was introduced to first person shooters, so I will always By love By getting to crawl through nuclear fallout. You yeah, crawl for yeah, 5 minutes yeah. like maybe you'll live. <laughs> he's a marine. He's got it. He's got a shine in his eye. He can make it out. No, yeah. he died. Yeah. He died of cancer. I do a lot of dying in that game, so it's kind of like that's what I do. Yeah. See, I can't I can't get into Call of Duty multiplayer because one, when you die, you respawn 2 seconds later. Like That's what's great about it, because I'm like, die alive, die alive, again. it's the best. Well, it's always just like, I'm dead. By the time I've realized that I'm dead, I'm somewhere else, and someone else is murdering Well, me. I have this theory that if I get the game now, which I did, because it just came out like a couple days ago, or mm-hmm. a week ago, or whatever, then when all the little kids get it on Christmas, and they get on there, I'm going to beat them so bad, because I've had this game for like two months, and you just <laughs> got it from your mom, so like, they're like, oh yes, truth, truth, with all the games, yeah. yes. You don't know where the gap So I'm like, oh yeah, so Christmas morning, get on, little Timmy, let's go. Yeah, that's what's going on <laughs> with me Christmas morning. Is it- so it's like this whole theory that I got. Like, I've been so good. And then they're, like, still beating me. I'm like, dude, go to school or something. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Is it go Battlefield or Call of Duty that has the death cam? When you when die, you die, it you shows see you how what they the killed person you. killed yeah, you. Yeah, that's saw. Call of Duty, yeah. Because that's my thing. Because then I know where you're at, camper. Anytime, no, I like because anytime I try to, like, <laughs> like I'm going to be stealthy. I'm going to hang out back here and wait for somebody to come yeah, by. No, and then I die, yeah. and I get to see a guy stand there for five minutes. <laughs> like, Just he's going to see well, me. Look at this idiot. There's no <laughs> way he doesn't know I'm here. I'm going to poke him. I'm going to poke him once. <laughs> I, know. I get nervous, know. and it's like, I swear I shot him. It goes back and does the cam, and my bullets are like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, good job, Heather. Yeah. Well, I also have the issue that if you're good at the game, the game makes you better at the game. Like, why is that fair? Like, oh, you is that you, what happens? Yeah, like it's level. Oh, I've you, never been that you good. You were at able it. to kill ten people without oh, yeah. dying. Here's a flock of dogs. Oh yeah, because you need more help. Yeah, I hate those guys. It's like flocks, stop blowing guys, yeah. me up, dude. They do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hate. I hate. It's like, it. uh, Fifteen <laughs> kills. Here's a helicopter. Yeah, yeah. 
like, no, I, predator I, missiles. Thanks. Times I need. A <laughs> Give me launcher. a dog. Yeah, it's definitely embarrassing. Not to kill, just to hug. <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> this war is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I get my dogs. And it's like killed in action. Next scene. It's like immediate. So, <laughs> do they still have? I played a lot of World at War, the the World World War Two Call of Duty, which was my jam. <laughs> and when you died, you could set a thing that you would drop to the ground and pull out and a revolver. Uh, oh, no, yeah, you'd have yeah. a handgun. Yeah, yeah. And it was the most dickish thing because way better people would kill me. And they're like, blam, blam, blam. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to die. The but I got you. About out. advanced warfare, you do, with most of them, you still have the pistol, but they don't do too much damage. But I'm killing a bunch of dudes, and I'm like, yeah, five kills, all of them while I'm bleeding out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it really is. And then because you have time to be like, maybe I didn't need to kill that guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My last act <laughs> my last, was vengeance. My last act, yeah. Is that the legacy I want? Ooh, respawn. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah respawn. Time to try again. <laughs> what are you playing, Will? Uh, I didn't technically play it. But I played it the same way I played the first one. That is like the one qualifier <laughs> well, I pressed, this question. I pressed play on the video. All right. Of Five Nights at Freddy's out 2. Out again. Yeah, see? It's not out yet, but they released the three-night demo of Five Nights 2. Uh, it's out. Is it out now? They actually <laughs> let, they, they leaked it early because everybody wants it. That's good. Well, when I watched it, you could only do the three-night demo. And it's it's horrible. <laughs> I don't like the, the bear helmet thing. They listened to everybody's complaints. Do you, do you know what we're talking about right now? No, I'm pretending. I'm just nodding. At you don't have to do that. All right. Yes. There you go. <laughs> you could just be mad. <laughs> Fill her in. What, what is Five, Five Nights, Nights at Freddy's? Freddy's is the premise is you are a security guard at a Chuck E. Cheese overnight. Sounds That's, awesome. <laughs> and the animatronic, like, you know how they like, play banjos and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Uh, come to life at night and murder you. It's awful. Oh, your opinion of this game changed drastically. <laughs> oh, so this y- is stupid. Oh my god, what? So oh you have a secure. You got to watch the security cameras. You have a limited amount of power in the building. What's this one called? I Five might- Nights at Freddy's. Right, I, I, I actually have to check this bought out. It's like two bucks just on to Steam. make other right, people I'm play check it. Out, it. So yeah. if you want to play after the podcast, we'll play around. All right. But yeah, they made a second one. No doors. No doors. No doors. The only way to hide that. In the first one, they were killing you, supposedly, because if they see somebody not in an animatronic bear suit, they oh, want to shove you inside one, which there's already, like, a metal skeleton, so it kills you. And Damn. so a lot of people online were like, why don't you just wear a bear head? So they're like, all right, now you got it. <laughs> but arbitrarily, you have to play music okay. or you die. <laughs> like, that mechanic makes no... Basically, they were like, we don't want people to just wear a bear helmet for five nights. So now there's a death... A death in the box that you gotta wind up or die. Okay. And I don't like that mechanic. But there's air vents, which I do like because it's horrifying because you get one camera where you can just switch and there's just now a murder bunny in an <laughs> air vent. Through an and air it, vent? His pose looks like he just realized you switched to him. So he's like, uh, hey, pal. <laughs> what are you doing? I didn't know there's a camera in here. Look somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I I have never been more excited for a game I will never play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> I'm not good at the mechanic and it terrifies and I hate me. Scary yeah. Things, so Yeah, I'm glad Markiplier already played it. The best game I don't want to play. Exactly. 
Uh, I've been playing, before I delete it from my PlayStation forever, uh, I tried the multiplayer for Tomb Raider, and it is so fun. Is it so fun? <laughs> I don't know why this is hilarious. I'm just picturing you as Tomb Raider, that's all. Like dre- I don't know him why that's funny either. Tomb Raider? Just the, yep. I mean, I always dress up as the it's character. Him Tomb Raidering around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I get my, my, my turquoise uh, wife beater <laughs> and my, my little short shorts. Yes. And my dual pistols, and I sit yeah. down and I play. That's like my but fingerless gloves while I'm playing. Super cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my hands aren't going to be cold. Yeah. <laughs> Your fingertips will. Yeah, but you know, those are getting exercise, so I'm good. <laughs> You're talking like you you believe it's cool, but you also want to beat yourself up for thinking it's cool. That's, that's, that's like that's the story of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I am so cool. My Tomb Raider experience is only the first game. So when you say yeah. multiplayer, mm-hmm. in my mind, you can play as pixelated Laura Croft, right? Yeah. That's what a, I see. A really crappy brown mummy or the tiger, <laughs> and like that's is just the three of them running around killing well, each other. That's what I dig about the multiplayer. Is it's like if you play as Team Croft, it's Croft and the people that on her ship that smashed up there, and your job is to find five. Uh, uh, first aid kits and bring it back to camp. If you play as the other team, your job is to find all the other survivors and murder them with an axe. Ooh. If you kill them with a gun, it doesn't count. You have to <laughs> murder them with an axe. It's so fun because when you play as the other team, you're like, they're going to come murder me with axes. <laughs> I just want to live. I'm not bothering them. Then <laughs> it's just like, ah. Here they come. Time to stab them with an axe. And it's so satisfying to kill someone yes. with an axe. Yes, it is. Oh, it's so fun. There's also, like, deathmatch and, like, territory. Can I... Have you played this, or are you just agreeing no, as a actually, life actually, in Call of like, Duty, can't remember which one it is, you could turn into Jason if you got enough kills. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? And you would run extra fast with or the Or the Argonauts. With the mat, Jason, with the mask, oh, Voorhees, okay. yeah. So you not would turn, no, yeah, not whatever. Not, not Jason Lee. <laughs> Stamos. Um, ah. You would run with the axe and you'd get really fast and you would just one swipe with the axe. I don't remember which one it was, but it was awesome. So. Crowd? It just, to me, it seemed. Black it's Ops Black two. Ops 2. Right, yeah. No, it's like, it's so Great much crowd. fun to murder with an axe. <laughs> it like, is. Yeah, no, it yes, is. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> this I know to be true, yes. And it'll never catch you either. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> So it was free on PlayStation. I'm probably going to delete it because I need room on my PlayStation. But I don't want to because it's so fun to murder someone with an axe. And that's been what you watch and what you read and what you're playing. Uh, But we have a little bit of extra time before we get to our game. So we like to ask our guests, what is your biggest nerd out moment? Like someone that you met that just filled you with nerd glee? Uh, oh, man. It, like, for example, my, my answer is always when I met CM Punk, and uh, he's the WWE champion at the time, <laughs> and he made fun of my Luke Skywalker costume. That was it a was great lame. moment in my life. <laughs> it was lame. <laughs> I, I was Dagobah Luke, okay? So it says it that way. Is it, is it not Dagobah? Uh, Dag- you just say it weird. Okay, I'm sorry. I do. I, it took me a system. second, but I went to Philadelphia recently, and uh, Edgar Allan Poe has a house there. And I yeah. definitely walked in, and I'm like, 
and the lady's like, oh, you're a Poe fan, huh? And I'm like, how could you tell? I got, like, my shirt on. I've got, like, a mustache. And I'm, like, checking stuff out. Shave my hair back a little <laughs> I'm, bit. I'm, like, reciting the, you know, the raven with the skull. I'm just, I was so dorky, but it was awesome. So, and, yeah, that's that would probably have to be my biggest nerd nerd um, moment. Yeah. Believe it or not, you were not the first person to say that on this podcast. Really? We had a, a girl come on here and talk about how her dream is to have sex with Edgar Allan Poe's ghost. Well, she sounds almost not as cool as me. So, yeah. I thought you were going to, like, and I walked into the house and I felt a shiver. I was like, oh, Nikki's going to be so jealous. <laughs> That's her man. That's her man. She, she yeah. wrote an erotic for a contest that we had. <laughs> She wrote Is she ne- here before I make any awesome jokes? Okay. She, she wrote an erotic version of The Raven, and it is beautiful. Is it beautiful? I, I will send it to you. It is one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. So, nice. Yes. Everyone yeah, should yeah, know about I, That was my geek moment, I guess. <laughs> That's an awesome one. Uh, well, also, I did talk my daughter into being Fiona, and I wore a full Jake suit last nice. year for Halloween. All the other parents were like, you're a dork. And I'm like, you're a dork, all right? These kids know who I <laughs> am. Suck. I just high-fived that fin down the road. You don't know what you're talking about. By the way, your so, kid sucks at Call of yeah, Duty. Yeah, by the way. <laughs> I killed him. Yeah. By the way, Timmy, why he was crying last night? Me. I killed him with an axe. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I definitely get looks about my <laughs> my awesomeness. Uh, well, we end all of our podcast with a game. This week, we brought one of my favorite authors, uh, the Ralph Wiggum book. <laughs> nice. This book was written by the one and only Ralph Wiggum. So the that doctor is said my nose would stop bleeding if I could just keep my fingers out of there. <laughs> like, thank you, Ralph. I choo choo choosy. <laughs> I think that's in there somewhere. It's a good book. It's a good read. It It'll looks take, like a good it, He wrote a lot for being Ralph Wiggum. Yeah. There's a lot of words in there. Uh, what did you bring? Well, um, my book, Joe. Is that what I'm supposed to do? Yes, yes. Yep. <laughs> Make <laughs> it sound like it's great. So this book, Joe. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> What's it about? Uh that was what I just told you about a few minutes ago. <laughs> Rewind. And I bought this elf doll because. Are you giving? Are you giving away that yeah, murder elf? I am. <laughs> I'm gonna slip it in his bed later. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if he catches me, I'll just throw it at him. Why are you in my house? <laughs> uh, to play host versus guest versus audience, we need an audience member, but they have to bring a prize for us to win since we brought these great prizes. Yeah. So what did you guys bring this week? What do you guys have? People, they are, they are deciding what they're going they're to. Doling out the bag out. of. I, is that Dark Crystal and VHS? <laughs> Stop bringing good movies on outdated formats. Why is that the theme? Uh, yeah, I'll go watch that. It's a good movie. <laughs> I don't know. Who has if a VHS? Being sarcastic yeah. I, know, I told ever. you, just give me the benefit of the doubt. Grandparents are like, VHS? get a DVD player. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, so any anyone else? Hmm, odd place for this to suddenly end. Uh, unfortunately, at this point, the computer crashes and we lost the rest of the podcast. Uh, in case you're really wondering, we played Known For and Will Crushed because that's what he does. Uh, but be sure to check out HD Gordon. Uh, you can follow her on Twitter at HD underscore Gordon. You can also check out her website where she has all of her books 
for sale, including the new one, Santa's Little Helper. That is hdgordonbooks.com. And as always, the links are there at the bottom of the page, along with a banner for Amazon. I'm sorry, for Audible. Yeah, I'm not recording this again. <laughs> An ad for Audible. Please click the banner below, get your free audiobook, and support the Plus Two Comedy Podcast.